sitting here in this empty room. Yeah. Gotta move on because I'm sick of Zoom. Zoom. I'm sad because I miss a little pup. But I'm like the uh. Jeffersons. I'm moving up. Up. Uh. <laughs> um, moving forward, trying to be the best me. Best him. Gonna make sure my street feels like sesame. Learning lessons for free while I'm drinking tea. <laughs> well, Sam, it's time to hit the track. Because ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back. That was Andrew. That was way better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. What if Andrew wrapped the rest of this episode? Because I'm I'm in a in a traumas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how about you spit bars, Sam? Spit bars. Oh, uh, I don't know how to rap, <laughs> and I like to go eat bimbap. Bimbap. <laughs> um. Hello. Hello. Um, uh, this is a movie discussion podcast. Uh, we talk about movies. We talk about other bullshit that comes up, probably. Possibly. Possibly. Uh, and how are you doing this week, my friend? Um, doing good. I'm moving. Um, Hell yeah. I'm, I'm up, like... You are moving up five exactly. flights, of, flights of stairs. It's crazy. Indeed. I do have to walk up five flights of stairs. I told Sam earlier. God said, if you're not going to go to the gym, the gym will come to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I feel, feel good. Feel ready. Yeah. Moving's crazy. I'm in an empty room. It's true. Em- empty apartments are always so weird. The long and winding road. Like whenever, I don't know, like whenever a place has been full of stuff and then it's empty it's always like oh this is weird yeah you know no there's an extra there's like an extra weird to it you're always like man i should have feng shui i could (laughs) have i could have put things differently huh yeah you always are like ah shit could have been so much different (laughs) yeah 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 and now it will be because i'm moving (laughs) and it will be (laughs) Yeah. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty all right. I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything. My life is very boring. Um, yeah, I don't know. Watched all the Oscar movies this week. That's my big thing this week, was I did all that. I spent a lot of money on movies. King! <laughs> and now I have no money. <laughs> yeah, but I did get like to that. see... A good, a good couple of very good films, uh, which we'll talk about later. later. Uh, this week, we watched 2018's Blind Spotting. Blind Spotting. We spot, and then we were blind. Yeah. We uh, did. We watched it. Sam, what'd you think? 
Andrew, this movie is so good. It's very good. I love this movie. It was so good. It's so good. I like, it's like one of my favorite movies now, I think. Really? Yeah. It's like so good. It's up there, man. It's really good. I really, so really like it. So much fun. Yeah, it's it's a great time. Everyone does it. Well, that's not a great time. It's a great movie. And it's good to watch. And everyone does a great job. And I loved it a lot. And I wish I had seen it when it came out. But that was, I think, the summer that Movie Pass died. And I, so I couldn't go see it. Because <laughs> I didn't have <laughs> Remember money. Movie Pass? I told Aaron, my roommate, all about Movie Pass like yesterday. And it was like a trip remembering all those wonderful movie pass days <laughs> shout out to movie pass my one true love my one true love uh um, what did you think of of blind spotting it's great i didn't catch it in theaters i saw it i don't think i watched it on a plane but i watched it not in a theater yeah and yeah no it was incredible it was great it was a shame that it did get nominated for anything right not just writing alone. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Truly. Yeah, no, I think this movie is really good. Really, like, a, a true natural extension of Do the Right Thing. I think yes. that this movie has. That, yeah. It doesn't feel like the movie's trying to rip off Do the Right Thing, but it's so influenced by that, and it's so fun. Much like Do the Right Thing. Now, a lot of these yeah. types of movies miss. Yeah. Um, the, it might win Best Picture this year. The one I'm thinking of. Uh, <laughs> um, not, that movie's not very fun. It's extremely good. It wants you to think it's fun. It does want you to think it's fun. But it's not. It's just um, intense. Are we thinking of the same movie? We'll find out. Well, I guess we'll find out. Um, I think we are. I would assume so. But listen to the end of the podcast I and maybe so. you'll find out if we're thinking <laughs> of the same movie. Um, Let's hop into that cast then. Let's do it. Um, is there... Uh, oh, God. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. My uh, absolute legend, Wayne Knight, makes a quick appearance. Yeah, Wayne Knight made an appearance, which was crazy. Uh, George Watsky made an appearance, which was also crazy. I thought you were about to say George Washington. I was like, no. George Washington made an ex- uh, made an appearance. Thomas uh, came Jefferson back from the did. dead. Oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> um, um. <laughs> yeah, George Watsky shows up, uh, which was also, that's part of a later conversation. Um, uh, Utkarsh uh, and Budkar. Also, uh, is in in a scene that was this fun. Is Stone Cold Leatherface. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that they're all great. They're all good. Uh, but it's a two hander. This film. It really is. I do want to quickly shout out uh, Janina uh, Javankar, uh, who played Val, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Jasmine Cephas Jones played Ashley. Because uh, they were both extremely good. Yeah, no, they were great. I loved loved their performances. Yeah. Uh, 
But, I mean, mainly we got to talk about uh, Raphael Casal and David Diggs. David Diggs. Stars and writers of, of the film. What did you think of their performances, Andrew? Their performances knock it they knock it right out of the park. Like you can tell that they're friends and they are friends and yeah. it translates so well on screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just kind of want to see them do shenanigans. The I whole do want to see them constantly do shenanigans. Um, that shenanigans in the, in the hair salon was great. Of course. Yo, what that boat do? Love it. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, I think they. Yeah, they both bring a lot comedically and also dramatically. They both really mm-hmm. impressed me with their dramatic uh, chops. Um, that moment where right after spoiler alerts for Blind Spotting, um, yeah. right after the party, mm. and they're yelling at each other. They, I don't know. There's. A level of this is real, this is serious, but also they're still like, I don't know, friendly towards each other. They're not friendly. It's the wrong word. But there, there's a level there, of... There's like that familiarity and the... Familiarity. And like love between them that, yes, they are in a very intense argument, uh, but there's still... They're still best friends, you know, like it's like that scene is like, oh, this sucks because you both it sucks extra because you know how much they love each other. Yes. You know, it's like, yes. oh, this. Oh, man. Oh, damn. Exactly. And that's just I just want all, I just want all my friends to get along. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, no, I their performances. Yeah, were great. What do you think? I loved their performances. I thought they were like, oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I was kind of worried because like uh, Raphael, like doesn't he's not an actor, mm-hmm. right? Like he's been he was in Bad Education randomly, um, but he, that's not you know. Mm-hmm. David Diggs is like an actor. Like he's done a lot. He's done a lot of theater stuff. Um, although not a whole lot. Hamilton was like his first big thing. He was mainly yeah. in music. Blah blah blah. Um, but he's still done a lot more acting than uh rafa um and so i was a little worried but they both pull it off and they fucking knock it out the park Mm -hmm. the whole time and it was like so good (laughs) loved it (laughs) love love loved it uh do you want to talk about their writing Yes. Now, it was they, just them two, or was there someone else? Just them two on the writing team. Dang. I wonder how many years they they took. I wonder what... Yeah. This feels like something that they have been, like... I mean, I don't know if this is true, but it feels like the sort of thing that they've been working on, like, once a month for, like, three years sort of thing, uh-huh. you know? Like, it's just like, yeah, we'll put some time into that, and then get to it, and then they finally were able to finish it and, like, get it. Mm-hmm. funded and everything it's such a smart script that's what it's, a, it's yeah. it deals with so many topics that are really relevant you know today even more so than when it came out even more so when they probably wrote it yeah um, 
Yeah, it's it's. I'm just impressed on how smart the script is yeah. because it never talks down to you. It never is like, well, listen, kids, this is how this is what you should do, and this is how things are, and this is how things yeah. should be. It it's as confused as all of us, and yeah. as angry as all of us, and as passive. Not passive. That's a wrong word. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's such a intelligent script. And it's also so fun. It's so it's funny. So, it's so funny and it's so good. Mm. It's uh, so witty. And I don't know, yeah. you know, how much of it was the script or how much of it was the directing and the editing of some scenes. Mm-hmm. But it's just so full of life. It's like the film is bouncing. I yeah. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't add much else. Like that's, you fucking nailed it, bro. Like I don't know, oh, I love that. <laughs> you got it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, was there it. anything you didn't like in the writing or anything like that? Not particularly. I really liked it. I thought the story was interesting. I love the setup. I love the. The use of of music and and uh, uh, rap throughout, I thought, was like I was amazed uh, at how good it was, and how emotional it was, while also being able to be super fun and funny and very real and all you know all the things you said. You've already said all the things. I don't know. <laughs> um, Sometimes Andrew just says all the words. As I say, then, I take the words right out of your mouth. He doesn't leave me any words to say. And then, you know what? I, I appreciate it. I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I steal all the words. I'm the word stealer. The word snatcher. The, the book thief, if you the, will. The book thief. You know, tried to take save some books from some Nazis. That's Andrew Thomas's uh, downtime. That's Andrew Thomas. <laughs> um. um yeah, uh, do you want to talk about the director? Now, who is the director? The real Carlos star. Carlos Lopez Estrada, Ooh. Uh, who most recently directed uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Really? Yeah, oh, I loved Raya. Such a sweet film. Uh, I don't pay thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to pay thirty dollars. I'll wait. I'll wait until it's free. But once it's free, definitely do it. It's such a oh sweet, for oh one hundred percent. I'm just I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars. Yeah, I yeah. What a weird year, man. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, no, the direction is so impressive. Why, why, why are they not making more movies? I want a movie every year. Why is it's, Carlos not making more movies? Yes, exactly. Why I mean, he's Carlos directing he's directing the Rob, the Disney Robin Hood movie. There's a Disney Robin Hood movie? They're making a new Robin Hood movie. Are they is it going to be a Fox? A live action remake of the 1973 animated feature. Is he going to be a Fox? Yeah, fully. Look at this. Look at this poster. Oh. When is it coming out? Wait, what? This it is has all no, news to it me. Has, it has no year on Letterboxd. It just says it's directed by Carlos Lopez Estrada. Is there a cast attached? 
Now, what is there's it? There's a producer, Carrie Granlund, is writing it, who wrote the remake, the live action, the quote unquote live action remake of Lady and the Tramp. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's it's credited on his letterbox. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That really took the wind out of my sails. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he has a bunch of other. He had a movie come out last year. Oh, what was it? It's called Summertime. It sounds like I just need to watch more of his movies. <laughs> sounds like it's this. This also has like no one I know in it. Mm. Like no recognizable names. This looks like a very indie sort of film um but he has a bunch he has a bunch of shorts at least huh. yeah well but yeah sounds like you just need to take a look at his fucking imdb bro oh man oh man it's on me it's on me man um yeah. that scene where i forget his name right now the comedian Mr. Stone Cold Leatherface. Uh, uh, Utkarsh and Budkar. Yes. That's like everything I want to achieve in my career. Just, just <laughs> come in, be completely ridiculous, tell this horrible story, and then go, yeah, remember it's a horrible story. And still end on a funny note. That's yeah. like, it's so, it's well written. It's also that scene is well directed, well edited. It yeah. is such, it's it's a feat. It's a feat. It's that great. you have that much fun and then you're like, oh yeah, but this is the, the horrible world that we live in and it's not black and white and there's a lot of nuances. This is funny. This is awful. <laughs> I was awesome. on right there. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I love the direction. The like, Mm -hmm. the like nightmare stuff was all great. Um, I think, I think that that big nightmare sequence is probably the like big directing thing that I noticed in this, in this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Ooh, this is, Ooh, this is good and affecting and horrifying. And I'm so scared. The graveyard. No, the one, the nightmare where he's in the courtroom. Uh, when it's lights out and it's lights out. That, yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, with the bullets like coming in and out of his mouth. Like I was like, mm. oh God, oh God, oh no. Oh no. Creepy. Yeah. Um, It's just a you, good you, fucking movie, man. It's just good. You it's were one a, of those movies. You were a white boy in Harlem. How, 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 I how, was. How, how's, how do you, what's your take on gentrification? <laughs> gentrification is bad. That's why I didn't go to Whole Foods. <laughs> I shopped at the local places. I tried not to take up any space. <laughs> I, I did, did the my, best I could. My I did the best I could. It was the place that was available. I'm sorry. <laughs> But in 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 somewhat seriousness, we never go in all seriousness. Um, Andrew, you know full well we've gone all serious. Sometimes. No, I never go never go all serious. I always end with a little goof, <laughs> ill timed or not. Um, <laughs> that's okay. That's true. Um, 
It is a weird concept. It, I didn't really even know what gentrification was until I saw this movie. I was like, yeah, when just yeah. white people move into to, to, to not white parts of neighborhoods and then drives out people. Yeah, all right. That's just horrible world. Our racist, racist world. But yeah. it's, it's there more is than more that. Than this, that. Yeah. this movie really shows that it is the crushing boot of gentrification. Yeah, um, when, that's that's the thing, like, you know, that's why when I was in Harlem, I went to the, like, Key Foods mm-hmm. that was a block, like, two blocks away from my house. That's why I, like, went to the bodega as much as I could, you know, because I was like, I don't want, I want, I don't want to change anything about this place. I just, this is the place that I live and I, yeah. I'll support it uh, everywhere I can. You know, but yeah, you know when you you contact a realtor, they have an apartment that you can you can get. Afford. And it's like, <laughs> and we can afford it, and it's big enough for the for the three of us. And it's like, did it ugh. did it bother? Did it like really like bother you? And I I don't mean to grill you. This is not life every, circumstances, not, right? <laughs> not not always mm-hmm. because. I don't know. It probably bothered other people. I could, I would assume, mm-hmm. you know, you know, people who had grown up in the neighborhood saw me like walking into this building and they're just like, <laughs> fucking another white hipster asshole walking in here. <laughs> and like, I don't blame them. I get it. I get it. But also, I can't afford to live in the white neighborhoods in New York. <laughs> I just can't. Uh, it's crazy. I tell people like this I all. Just, uh, uh, like I, I know I, uh, yeah. Again, part of why, mm-hmm. I, like even when I lived in Queens, like that was not a white neighborhood. Obviously, it's Queen, like it's in Queen, like yeah. But I like went to the local groceries. Like there was a grocery store that was like very locally owned, and like that mm-hmm. I went to as much as possible. Like that cafe on the corner, like you know. I did the best I could. I exclusively only ate at the subway when I was there. <laughs> exclusively. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> Gentrification's here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that bus crashed into the Little Caesars? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my Little Caesars? A bus. A <laughs> we bus was ran into it. For context for everyone who hasn't heard this story when I was living in Queens, uh, we played a pathfinder campaign that I was running with, uh, my roommate cat and our friend Felix. Um, and we would usually order little Caesars cause it was cheap and it was like close by and it was easy. Uh, and we were all poor art, uh, like, uh, acting school graduates. Oh, of course. Um, and then one day we were like on, uh, uh, seamless and Little Caesars was just like closed mm. and we we're like it's the middle of the day on a Sunday is it like a holiday what's going on okay that's weird whatever we'll get something else we all got other food the next week it's still closed next week it's still closed what the fuck why is it clo- why is it closed and then we I looked it up and it, a bus had crashed into the Little Caesars and it had to close down no one was hurt just like an accident happened and this bus crashed in through the window of a little Caesars and they just mm. closed down the location. 
So rip that little Caesars in Queens. <laughs> rip. Ooh, yeah. Um. See, so gentrification is whack. Like, if you're moving into a neighborhood that um is not specifically white people, if you're moving into a neighborhood that is not predominantly a white neighborhood, naturally, before other white people had already shown up, which is very difficult to do in New York. Um because a lot of those neighborhoods have now just been taken over by mm-hmm. a lot of white people because of gentrification, blah, blah, blah. It's bad. It's bad. Um, don't try and... like the. I think the thing for me was don't try and change the place that you live. Just, like, live there. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Completely. It's... Hmm. Because, I, like, I, I straight up, I could not afford to live in predominantly white neighborhoods. And also, there shouldn't be white neighborhoods. <laughs> there shouldn't be white neighborhoods. But, like, in in New York, how, how the neighborhoods end up, ha- have historically worked out, I can't afford, I couldn't afford to live in the village. I couldn't afford to live in the Upper East Side. I couldn't live in the Upper West Side. Like, mm-hmm. I had to find a place that was, like, I was able to get to school. That wasn't crazy expensive. And that place in Ireland was still too expensive, but like it wasn't, it was like the cheapest place we saw. Yeah. And we saw like five different places. And I was like, this is the cheapest place and the nicest place. Let's just get this one. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no. Do I feel, do I feel good about it? No. Did I, I do it? Yes. yes. I had to. Um, Look. It's, it's, it's crazy. I tell people this all the time because I'm like, it's weird because I'm from Texas and you know, Texas is famous for being racist as it should be, but so weird to move to New York and it's quite literally segregated. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's wild. And to go, and it's weird because, you know, people want to move. You want to see different locations, but in life, because that's what we're all trying to do. Yeah. But like I feel that going back to the film, it, it feels I feel so bad for Raphael's character when that guy's like, "Oh, you don't need to act so ghetto, man." You, you, you yeah, because you're like, he is from here. You are taking away his home. Yeah. Uh, why? Why do I feel so bad for this white boy in this moment? <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's such an interesting conversation because there's a there's a part of me that feels bad because i because you know i'm not from here i'm bringing on my values and what i want my corporate texas ways and bringing it here sure so i would choose a taco bell over a a a local taco shop should it but it it's it's such a weird thing yeah Damned if you do, damned if you don't. I don't yeah, want to minimize. The... People know no. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like a lot of and 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 I think that the movie does a really good job of showing, like, you know, uh, Raphael's character grew up here, so like it's not gentrification because it's like that's his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's where he grew up. It's where he was born. But like, did his parents change? Are his parents the ones who did the gentrification? 
Well, like, I, are they the ones who moved into the neighborhood? But then, like, you know, did they are they shopping at Whole Foods? Clearly not, because like Raphael, that's the thing. Character I, is mm-hmm. not going to Whole Foods. Like, he wouldn't be caught dead in the Whole Foods. <laughs> and I think the real thing it's it's not that white people move into black neighborhoods are bad. It's that these these rich, mainly white people who come into a lower income yeah sure lower income uh place and then they're like okay your your local shoe shop now that's a footlocker that's yes that's that's where it becomes like a problem right it's when you start taking over local businesses and taking over just the actual community that's there if you just move into a community and then you become a part of it that's very different than moving Mm -hmm. into a community and changing it right and yeah it's it's yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's hard, especially it hard. moving. Moving now, we all have these conversations. We're, yeah. you know, everyone that most of the people I know from New York aren't from New York. I do have friends from New York who hate that. <laughs> yeah. Who I remember one of my good friends who I used to work with at uh, AMC. He was just like, man, he was just in a bad mood all day. And he was like, yeah. They're building a Starbucks a block from me. It's happening. Fuck it's that. happening. <laughs> that shit sucks. Like the cor- the, the corporations coming in and doing that shit sucks. And they do it because people move into the, like higher income people move into lower income areas. And it like fucks with everything. Like it's such a it's this horrible cycle of bullshit capitalism. Uh that you know, people are like, oh, I'm making this much money. If I move into a cheaper apartment, I'll have more money. Right? Mm-hmm. That's logical. Yeah. Right? Of course, of course. But you do that, and then you Hey, there's the a white girl. Let's open a Forever 21 right here. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's... But they don't shop at those local places. They still go to the other side of town to go to Target or mm. Whole Foods or whatever the fuck. Instead of, you know looking at the place they live and being like, oh, there is a grocery store three blocks just the other direction. But, you know, all these different hmm. things. Just don't fuck with shit. I don't know. And it's... I think it's I, like I think it's okay for, for people of different classes to live in the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. I think that's actually a good thing. Just don't try and change the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, no, completely. Because, I mean, I know, like, my, my old buddy Paul, who I worked with at the movie theater that I worked at, he, you know, born and raised New Yorker, he was, like, at the butt end of a, of a bad gentrification experience of, like, his of neighborhood got priced, he got priced out of his neighborhood. It wasn't the neighborhood that he grew up in. But it was still a neighborhood that he moved and lived in for a couple years. Got priced out, had to move away. All this different stuff. And he was upset about it. But. Mm. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, Now let's get to Brax Tax. The real reason why we did this movie. Um, yeah. It's, you know, we all saw what Wednesday, I believe it was. I think it was Wednesday. Um, and we, we, we saw justice. It's weird. 
We saw accountability. We saw accountability. We saw justice for George Floyd. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what. Uh, I don't know if we saw justice for George Floyd. What? What? What makes you say that? I don't know. It's one guy who got who got held accountable. Who got held accountable? There were multiple police officers in that video. That like. I don't know. I don't. Is it crazy that George Floyd, the 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 killing happened almost a year ago? It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't. I. I personally think justice comes when like shit actually gets changed. Mm -hmm. Then it will be justice for George Floyd, for Breonna Taylor, for Tamir Rice, for. All the other hundreds and thousands of of children and people of color who have been murdered by police officers, mm-hmm. which also happened the same fucking day that the verdict came down. Yes, a police officer killed a, a like thirteen year old girl. Mm-hmm. Like shit ain't shit ain't change. So that's that's why I'm like this is accountability for 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 this guy doing a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. It's not justice until it until it stops happening. You know yeah. what I mean? No, completely. Um, this movie, I love how the central premise is that Davi uh, Davi Diggs sees a guy running, unarmed, getting shot, yeah. and he's dealing with you know, seeing someone get murdered and also no, we all know what's going to happen to this cop. Like that's why I think is so great about the the movie. We don't cut back to the cop because what do you think happened? Um, yeah. And I don't know, just seeing, seeing, you know, this guy, Derek get charged all across the board knowing that day we were all we were all afraid of the opposite thing happening and we wouldn't be surprised of the opposite thing happening I don't know it yeah. shows me that things are are getting better at least hopefully we'll see with other cases this is that's a the, step in the right direction that's the hope but like mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor's murders haven't been charged Hopefully that will change. Straight up, like uh, uh, all the other uh, people of color who have been murdered this past year by police officers, eh, nothing's happening. Mm -hmm. Just nothing's happening. And it's whack. It's the worst shit in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, That is, is... Yeah, I mean, this, this movie does a, does a, good job of of being like we all know this story <laughs> yes. right we're all aware of what is happening here um and i think yeah i don't know i don't know what else to say world sad the world's the world is sad um 
But a cab forever. Hopefully things are getting Fuck better. Derek Chauvin. And excuse me. And I mean, I like things getting better. I don't know. Remember that? Did you, did you, hear, did you see that fucking speech Nancy Pelosi did? No, I did not. It's gonna make you so mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, she called George Floyd's murder a sacrifice that he made among a bunch of other bullshit that Mm. was really that was just kind of weak uh but comparing his murder like his murder to a sacrifice is just the most insane shit i've ever heard Mm. come out of anyone's mouth yeah that's rough that's rough that's a rough one um, it sucks. I was like, "Are you Joe? Are do you have any awareness of what's happening?" Like, Jesus Christ! Mm-hmm. It was stupid. Fuck Nancy Pelosi. It hmm. fuck all politicians. I don't know. I'm pissed. Yeah, I just I'm thinking of David Diggs' character and just seeing, you know, that moment happens. He gets shot, and then everything is colored. In in yeah. I I don't know. I'm not really. Ha- I thought I'd have a question, but I don't. <laughs> this is just no, I mean, what the film does. And then at the end, yeah. that powerful moment when when he's rapping at him, all his frustrations, he's holding him at gunpoint. Yeah, and he just leaves. It, the audience is as left on the hook as all of as all the characters in that scene. Yeah. I like tried to like move on with my day after after I watched this movie and I just couldn't. I just like yeah. sat on the couch on my phone for two hours, just like I can't watch anything, I can't play any game. Like I was just like fully like I just need that movie to exist in Longer. the air for a little mm-hmm. bit, you know? Because yeah. it's great. And the like Yeah. This movie um, does so much good about conversation around around this stuff that is just kind of wild. And talking about, you know, another piece of media that deals with a lot of the same issues. Do you watch the Falcon and Winter Soldier? Uh, <laughs> I did watch the Falcon and the Winter Soldier finale. Spoiler alerts for Falcon and Winter Soldier, the whole shebang. Yeah. <laughs> what that second think? last episode, that episode five was like good. When they're just bouncing the shield back and forth with each other. It's uh, everything I've ever wanted. That, that, that exact thing. Just talking about life's hard. Remember when we disappeared and then five years passed and we came back? If you're crazy. Captain America now, remember how that was just a week? That was just a month of your life? Yeah. Life's hard. I just, life's it, hard. It's everything I wanted. What do you think of the, the finale? I didn't really like it. I thought it was just kind of... I don't know. It felt... That, like, speech that he gives felt so preachy. Yeah. That I was like, can't we just have this actual... If that speech had been better written, better directed, I don't know. I think Anthony Mackie did a great job. Mm-hmm. With what he was given, I just think what he was given was shitty. Before I we just get... think that that speech was like kind of weak. I was like, 
this is where we're at this is what we're doing we're okay cool we're just i and then i sort of had to remember what i was watching which was an mcu disney plus exclusive mcu falcon and the winter soldier tv show and i had to remember like oh right this is for children uh i get it uh and this is for idiots like i i don't know not to call everyone who likes the mc (laughs) not to call everyone who likes the mcu an idiot but like holy shit the amount of people that i see online worshiping this bullshit is fucking driving me crazy first it's fine the show the shows are fine fucking shut up about it jesus christ can i be shallow for a second what about that suit though what about that suit? His Wakandan Captain America suit looks dope as hell. It looks pretty fly. I want his ears to be covered. Yeah, <laughs> I get. That. I was like, I was like looking at. It, I was like, what is it about this suit that I do not like that is making me uncomfortable? I was like, oh, I can see his ears poking out <laughs> of this leather half back of head mask thing that he's got going on. I know that's what it is in the comics. But we're not I've in seen, comic books, baby. But we're not in the comic... Well, you've changed a lot of the costumes for the mm. MCU. Just put little cuffs on his ears. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it, makes, it also makes sense with, like, then, then, you, then you don't have to put in a little earpiece. Mm-hmm. You know? You can just have him have his little thing on. And it's like, yeah, the earpiece is just in the thing. Um. Now... What do you think of Carly, the villain of the show? She's not the villain, of course. Like Justin said this, I, I, and I agree with him. I'm kind of sick of the villain being right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's I'm, I'm tired. so fair. I get it. She she is right. Uh, yeah, man, I get socialism's it. I, a good idea. Too bad I like to murder. Yeah, it's like too bad. I also really, I really didn't like John Walker in the last episode. I thought Wyatt Russell did a really great, like Wyatt Russell is great. Mm. Wyatt Russell did a really good job on all the previous episodes, and him showing up in this finale to like be the good guy all of a sudden was like very disconcerting. I was like, what are you? Okay, it's it's the thing that finally broke me. It's or not the finally broke me, but I see now the veil. Well, he's probably going to be bad in the next thing, Sam. That's the thing. It's building. We're building off to the next thing. <laughs> this is why I don't. This is why I didn't want to watch it, Andrew. This is why. Because yeah, of course he's going to be bad in the next thing. We just still need to 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 not know what his alliance is or his allegiance, where his allegiance lies. I just don't care, man. I just don't care about it. You know what I mean? I just don't. I, I've been wanting to listen to our Infinity War podcast, but I can't bring myself to do it. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I want to be that Andrew, but I'm also, I'm glad I'm not that Andrew. Yeah, I get that. I think it was, I mean, it was different back then. You know, it was the stuff that we had grown up on. Ending. Ending, right? That's very different than, you know, I'm sure kids who are, you know, how old were we in 2008? 12? 12. Had to be Kids that. who are 12 years old, who have, like, very recently gained conscience, consciousness, 
in their lives are going to remember this shit as the best shit in the world. You know? Also, like they're gonna they're gonna hear that that really bad speech that he gives and be like, "This is like a, this is a good speech. This is the, did you hear that? That's the sound of every screenwriter the screenwriter in the world whispering a reverent fuck under their breath." Which is still the funniest shit in the world. I love that tweet so much. It's so <laughs> stupid. I'm just oh god, but it's like clearly a twelve year old. Like it's so funny. I love yeah. it. <laughs> it's so stupid. But I'm like, oh, you're fifteen. Like you're a child. You don't know. It's fine. Watch, you'll watch movies eventually, and you'll understand how how dumb this is. But it's very funny. Because, mm. mm. like, I probably back in the day, I probably would have agreed. Like, I don't know. Like yeah, when I no, was fifteen, I probably been like, "You right? Like, damn, fucking nailed it." And yeah, and with with blind spotting, I think that that thing at the end like it got it did the job i'm fine with it you you, yeah the the the, how else was it gonna end was captain america not gonna give a speech yeah much much like jumping again to a conversation we had before the podcast about something that we're about to talk about much like my problems with promising young woman i think the ending i was wishing that there was more of a reckoning more of a more of a conversation about these like big issues Mm -hmm. that came up i wish the conversation i wish the conversation with what's his name the old guy and what we're talking in about Falcon and, Falcon, Falcon, <laughs> sorry, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the old guy. Oh, Isaiah, Isaiah, I, uh, Isaac, Isaac, Isaiah Bradley. Yes, Isaiah Bradley. I wish the conversation with him was was a bigger part of it. Like that moment of them, him like showing the statue in the memorial, saying like, "Now they'll never forget." Mm-hmm. I was like, sure there is more there that i wanted the show to get into and i didn't it's frustrating because you're like you know we this black man got you know put in jail for years for the same exact thing our boy chris evans did in the first captain america ain't that crazy it's like the show like tricked me i was like yeah no this is better than i think this oh wait no it's yeah uh i forgot oh oh right we still have to Fight in a Julia Louis was that still like needs to yeah still needs up. to show up and and be witty about she something was, she was told she's gonna be the next Samuel Jackson she was like yeah really <laughs> hell okay. yeah I'll be the new Sam Jackson I'll be the evil Sam Jackson um with the little blue in my hair and like it's so annoying because also she's great right that's the she worst is part good. it's like yeah. I wish I could just hate it, but she's a lot of fun. I would pay a million dollars to see her and Samuel Jackson have witty dialogue back back and forth with each other. Are you joking? That would be fun. That would but be good. Also, I don't know, watching Blind Spotting and and watching Falcon and Winter Soldier so close back to back it yeah. is just jarring. And yes, they're made for children, I'm aware. Um <laughs> But it is but it is jarring. Like like but, seeing also, Two John Walker things. split a man in half with Captain America's shield. Also, yeah. if you you can't do this tippy toe, ooh, we are serious. Nah, we're for two. Ooh, we are, but no, do something. Yeah, do one of them. Yeah, I I also watched 
I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier like that afternoon, and then I watched Blind Spotting that mm-hmm. evening, and seeing these two things that are like in the weirdest way about the same shit. <laughs> seeing that like contrast was like so weird and like yeah, it was wild. Because, like, yeah, what if this, like, in a different world also, like, this movie is about the cop, right? Mm-hmm. In a different world, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is about John, John Walker. You know? Like, it's so... Ugh, ugh, ugh. And I don't... That makes sense. That's a second <laughs> sentence. Yeah, of course, you know. Um... But also, it kind of just annoys me because I don't mean to sound like Bill Maher here, but like, don't don't just do activism just so I can buy buy another month of Disney Plus. Yeah. Do, do I'd rather have a dumb, stupid Captain America show than a show that's political and kind of does is very middling. That's the yeah. It's it very doesn't middling. Much like a lot of the modern MCU stuff, it doesn't really have a take. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, I don't know what the opinions of the people who made this thing are. You know what I mean? Right. Ra- I don't We're saying know. that racism's bad. That's not, that's not that's enough. Not, that's <laughs> not enough at this point. Like, motherfucker, there's so many more things. You can get into, this is a complicated topic. That, that stuff like blind spotting, stuff like, do the right thing. Stuff like uh, sorry to bother you. We'll talk fucking, about it after. Like there are so many things that are talking about the like Judas the Black Messiah. Like there's so many movies that are about this topic, and you're just being like, racism is bad. Okay, anyway, Captain America is going to go split a dude in half with a shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, hold up, what? <laughs> and yeah. I guess it's kind of like the Netflix shows. I didn't. I only saw the Dare, the first season of Daredevil. But what? Gotta it's like, watch Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is fucking. So it's good. good. It's like the first few episodes are really good. Then the last like two or three are just MCU. The like beginning is great. Then there's like this weird mid chunk that's really bad, and then the very end is very good. Oh, that's Netflix. That's how the Netflix usually goes. Except for Jessica Jones. I think Jessica Jones, the first season, is great all the way through. Mm. And I think the second season is great most of the way through. Well, anything else you have to say about... Prom- or not? We'll talk about Promising Young Woman soon. We'll talk about Promising Young um, Woman. Anything else you have to say about Blindspotting or Falcon and Winter Soldier? Or Captain America and Winter Soldier, if you're nasty. Blindspotting is incredible. Um... I don't know why you would have listened to this point if you hadn't already seen it, but go watch it again, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really incredible. Show your friends. <laughs> show Yeah, show all your friends this movie. Um, I think I think I just want to mention the use of, of rap was like, I mentioned how good it was before, but I found it really powerful. Mm-hmm. I think being able to use multiple mediums you know, in a especially rap that has been a genre uh, created and and mastered by black people, mm-hmm. um, and using it to rebel against 
cops and society and racism and all this stuff, mm-hmm. being able to use it in this movie about all those things was uh, very, very smart and very, it made it very interesting. Quick thing, George Watsky, a very good rapper, shows up at the beginning of this movie, and then that shirt that uh, Raphael's character wears is a Watsky quote, and it that was wild to me. <laughs> that kill a hipster, save your hood. I don't know if Watsky, Watsky might have taken it from something else, but I know it from a Watsky song uh, called Kill a Hipster. Mm-hmm. But also Watsky is from, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Watsky's great. Listen to Watsky after you listen to clipping because clipping is extremely good. I concur. Good movie. Uh, fine show. Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. Fine show. It's fine. Uh, um, do you, uh, Oscar roundup. It's the Oscars. Oscar, Oscar. Uh, watching it tonight. Actually, it's about to start in about five minutes. Um, yeah, we're going to wrap up, and then Andrew's going to run over to Jess and Lapita's apartment. Yes. Uh, other Okay, I think we should talk about Best Picture. Is there anything else that you want to talk um, about? Other than the... Okay, it's one. It's bullshit that uh, Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are both nominated dumb, for dumb, dumb, supporting nonsense. actor. <laughs> that's absolute nonsense bullshit. Uh and that's all I got. Why is Trials of Chicago 7 nominated for anything? I don't know. Uh, that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, agreed. Uh, do you have any uh, fucking... Okay, Best Picture noms. <laughs> yeah, the Father. No. Mm-hmm. A movie that neither of us have seen. <laughs> yeah, sorry uh, guys. Sorry, Rip. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mank, Minari, Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago 7. What do you think will win and what do you want to win? Let's talk about what we want to win first. I think I want Minari to win. Okay. I loved Minari so mm-hmm. much. So I spent this week watching all the. I watched Minari, Nomad Land, Promising Young Woman, and Sound of Metal mm-hmm. uh, all this week. Uh, I loved Minari so much. <laughs> I loved all of, other than Nomadland, I really liked. Okay, the movies I liked out of these lists, out of this list, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, and Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. Out of those ones, I think I liked Minari the best. I would love if Minari won. I am happy if any of those four win, but I'm rooting for Minari. Okay. Um, yeah, seen everything except the father. I really want Promising Young Woman to win. I okay. loved Promising Young Woman. It, it's like, great. Really got to me. I like the ending as well. I think the ending's very poetic. I thought um, it was whack, but <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um. Yeah, no. We'll think... never do it on the show. We'll never. It will never be talked about on the podcast. I'm sorry. We can't do it. We just can't. We can't. I wanted in to, good conscience. We, we can't cannot. do it. Not maybe, unless we have we'll like have five some... women. If we have five women guests at the same time, and we can just sort of shut up and they talk about it for an hour, that's also that's the only world in which promising a woman will be on Welcome Back. 
Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, I think that film is is great. I think it was the most powerful film, to me at least, on that list. Um, yeah, for the films that I liked, I think it was that. Judas and the Black Messiah. I liked Minari. I liked Nomadland. I liked them good good and fine. Um, for, for like Oscar movies like this, I think they're both very, very well-made, incredible films. But also, I don't know been a hard year i don't know what to say i don't know how to defend myself i really didn't like nomadland if i'm honest you didn't like it no i thought it was kind of bullshit oh what did you what did, why didn't you like it did we talk it about felt this last kind week of, no have we talked about I this seen it. Oh, okay i saw it this week so mm. no we have not had a chance to talk about it i just thought it, it felt really gross to me it felt really weird that it was like francis mcdormand a millionaire it, surrounded by actual people who are like living this life. And I was like, it's great. It's a gorgeous film. I think it should probably like out of the cinematography knobs. I think it's the one that was like my the favorite. Strongest, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Judas and Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, Nomadland, and Trial of Chicago 7. I don't know why Trial of Chicago 7 is out there, but I think Nomadland should get it mm-hmm. for cinematography. Um. I just, I don't know. Chloe Zhao's amazing. Francis McDormand, amazing. I didn't like the movie. The conceit you have an issue with? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was so much more interested in the people she was around than mm. her. I was so much more interested in all those other people. I was like, yeah. I would rather this was a documentary. Like, I would rather this was just about these people. Um. Now, what do you think will win? think Judas and Black Messiah is probably going to win. Really? Or Mank. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you guessing? I'm guessing either Nomadland or Trial. Trial of those Chicago 7. If Trial of Chicago 7 wins, I'm going to fucking scream. That movie sucks. Remember Green Book? Fuck Green Book. Um, what one last Trial of Chicago 7 is yeah. my is my Green Book this year. Um... <laughs> It's not fun. as egregious as Green Book, but it's still bad. It's still, yeah, not the greatest. Yeah, no, I just think, I think that one, the PGAs, the the Trial of Chicago Seven. That's the thing. PGA. I haven't, I haven't paid attention to to the, all the other award shows that you're supposed to pay attention to to figure out what's going to win. Yeah, because I never do. Um, so I really hope it's not No Man's Land or mm-hmm. Trial of Chicago Seven. I would be fine with pretty much. I mean, I haven't seen The Father, so I also don't want The Father to win just because I haven't seen it, uh-huh. and I think other movies are more interesting. Um, yeah, I would love. I, I mean, again, Judas Minari, Promising Young Woman, or Santa Metal. I think any one of those four could win it, and I would be very happy. Mm-hmm. I just personally liked Minari the most. Yeah. At the end of the credits, it says to all our grandmas, and that almost made me cry. Oh. I was like, oh, it's so, oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. Spoilers for Minari. When he was running down that road at the end, oh, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's not called penis, it's called a ding-dong. Best line in any movie. I don't know. Minari was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was a big fan. Well, I love Minari. Uh, yeah, we'll find out. Again, we're reco- Okay, just so everyone knows, it is, the Oscars literally just started. Um, 
as we're ending this podcast. So if we're right about any of these things, we are geniuses and we are gods. Magic. We are gods. Uh, if you think about it, if you think about it, though, I we are gods. God. Uh, uh, yeah, my name is Sam Baggin. And I'm Andrew Thomas. You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod on all the different social medias. You can join Linux Studios in producing the show over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Welcome Back Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can uh, support the show by, you know, liking us, reviewing us on all the different things subscribing to us that's that's a wonderful way to support the show mm-hmm. uh if you don't have the financial abilities to to support us over on a picture for as those five bucks a month on a every, i don't know what this i'm turning into a italian mobster um <laughs> i uh, if you don't have the five dollars a month then uh, you you don't get the bonus episode every single month on a patreon we understand we get it we get it uh, uh, just, you know, support the show uh, as much as you can in your own little way, such as... Hey, tell your white friends, tell your black friends, tell your, tell your Asian friends, tell your Middle Eastern friends, tell your Latin friends, don't, don't, <laughs> don't tell your white friends. Did I say your white friends? Don't tell your white friends. You did say your white friends, I think, first. <laughs> oh, did I? Tell your white friends, tell your black friends? Uh, never mind. Strike that from the record. Don't tell your white friends. But everyone else, you're all invited to the barbecue. (laughs) Tell your friends. Can I come to the barbecue? Can I come to the barbecue? Please. Depends. Will you you make potato salad? I'll I'll learn how to make potato salad. Just don't put raisins in it. I will not. Why would you put raisins in a potato salad? That makes no sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.